to the ether today is wednesday december 14th 2022 today on the ether stride discussing saint osmo staked osmo but it's st so it's saint osmo let's take a listen okay well uh, it's 10 o'clock uh, we've only got about an hour so i think uh, we should get started oh there's uh dave how's it going um so what do you think? Should we get this uh, ball rolling, Riley? Let's do it. Okay, great. Well, uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, my name is John Galt. I'm the uh, head of growth at Stride. Um, the, the Stride co-founders are here as well, um, Riley, Vishal, Aiden. And uh, what we're going to be talking about today is, of course, ST Adam. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Stride put up a prop on uh, Osmosis Governance to incentivize the ST Adam pool. Or, sorry. ST Osmo, <laughs> the ST Osmo pool. Um, it did pass. Um, and actually, prior to uh, putting it up, uh, Stride did conduct uh, a lot of discussions with the Osmosis community. Uh, we had a Twitter space. Um, we had a, a, a meeting on the Osmosis Discord. Um, we looked around. Um, obviously, there was discussion on the, um, the Osmosis uh, Commonwealth Governance Forum, and um, the vote did end up passing. However, However, since uh, the proposal to incentivize the ST Osmo pool passed, um, some new concerns have been raised about the safety of uh, liquid staking in general and the safety of ST Osmo in particular. So that's what we're going to be discussing today. Um, we're going to talk about. Oh, sorry. Who is? Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, the risks versus the benefits of uh, ST Osmo. And um, is it appropriate for Osmosis to be incentivizing uh, ST Osmo, which is, of course, a liquid stake derivative of um, Osmo? Um, yeah, so uh, the purpose is just to talk with the Osmosis community, see how people feel. Um, at Stride, um, we definitely believe in conversation and transparency. Um, we're not trying to force liquid staking on the Osmosis community. Um, we were under the impression that um, most people were on board with um, ST Osmo. Um, that was certainly our impression after um, meeting several people from the community. But um, if the community wants to continue discussing it, that's definitely great. Um, so to, to kind of structure this conversation, and we have um, a lot of um, knowledgeable people here from the Osmosis community, um, even Sonny himself. Um, so to, to structure this conversation, I think first we should go over some of the benefits of liquid staking and especially ST Osmo, why people think it might be a good thing. And then we can get into some of the risks. So why people might think it's a bad thing. And first of all, to talk about the benefits, um, I don't want to drone on and on myself. Um, I want to hear from people uh, in this room who are possibly more knowledgeable than me. Um, but first of all, on the head of um, discussing the benefits, I'd like to quickly talk about collateralization. Um, at Stride, like we really think liquid staking is one of the key building blocks for DeFi as it becomes more sophisticated than the Cosmos, and that's because it enables collateralization. Um, just to give a quick example, you look at Mars, which is coming to Osmosis pretty soon, and if you want to take naked, unstaked Osmo to collateralize a loan on Mars, you're going to be missing out on the staking rewards. So if if the loan-to-value ratio is 50%, you're putting up $1 worth of Osmo for every, or sorry, you're putting up $2 of Osmo for every $1 you're borrowing. And in that case, you'd be missing out on 46, uh, a 46% APR from staking rewards. That's what you'd be missing to collateralize a loan with Osmo on uh, Mars at an LTV of 50%. So with a hurdle rate of 46%, um, that's really hard to clear. And of course, liquid staking solves that problem. Um, with liquid staking, your hurdle rate is 0%. So collateralization is just much, much easier with, um, with uh, liquid stake derivatives. 
Um, so that, that applies to money markets, that applies to derivatives, that applies to decentralized stablecoins. And we see this as probably the most important thing that liquid staking does. It really enables these more sophisticated forms of DeFi because it allows you to collateralize things like Atom and Osmo, which if they're unstaked, they're not very good forms of collateral because they miss staking rewards. Um, so that's probably the main benefit of uh, liquid staking. And then also it obviously increases the, um, the, the staking rate because more people are staking. It increases economic security. So it increases economic activity through enabling more sophisticated DeFi. It increases uh, economic security. Uh, those are some of the benefits. And um, I see there are lots of uh, very knowledgeable people here up on stage with me. So uh, what do you guys think about the uh, benefits of liquid staking? Are there any ways to get some of those benefits that I just mentioned without liquid staking? Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, so, okay, well, first I want to note that I think the discussion has been a bit modern bailied, where I came in thinking we're talking about uh, specifically the Osmo incentivization question. But for the lending market case, uh, you have this problem still of, uh, well, you could have a lending protocol uh, stake its uh, unlent out collateral as well. Like an issue that's going on here is that I think it's a misconception of what is staking rewards. Staking rewards is the chain paying for security. So th this is an exploit for like getting liquidity, uh, instant liquidity of this versus an approach of any staking derivative transfer takes two weeks to clear. Like, uh, if that was the case, then uh, if you're willing to imagine that mode, then a, uh, a lending market could just stake unlent out collateral itself. Uh, that's true. But um, what would you do about liquidations? Because, um, again, I'm sure some of these people, some people here are much more knowledgeable than I am. But like the, the question is, with a money market, doesn't all collateral have to be available for liquidation all the time? Well, this is the exact issue with the, uh, the staking derivative example of like your art uh, where you're assuming this uh, like this is safe to allow instant transfers of staked assets. Like this is the core thing of like a staking derivative is just saying this is OK when it's not like if you switch the other mode of thinking of like the, the lending market has to think about solvency. That is really what's going on, what should be going on. Like and that's why it's like a precarious decision. Like staking derivatives say, like they solve this, but they solve it by like breaking a security assumptions, not by like, actually giving a solution. Um, possibly, um, I'm not entirely sure what the alternative is because, uh, as I understand it, um, say you have ST Osmo and you want to use that as collateral. Um, ST Osmo has a lot of liquidity because you would have a liquidity pool, so it can always be liquidated um, at any time. Somebody can repay the debt, take the ST Osmo. Swap it into the liquidity pool and get to USD. Um, I mean, Sol but, Lend chose is strictly not true. Like the whole Sol Lend situation was what happens when you get a lot of uh, when you assume this at, at scale and doesn't hold. If there wasn't a whale, like Solana staking would have been destroyed during that that, that instant. Definitely, and that does get into some of the risks, and we should definitely have a conversation about the risks. But in terms of the benefits. Um, like I, I'm just personally very curious to hear what the alternative is. Um, like what what would the architecture be for your um your plan where so you a could, money market would stake? Um, oh, sorry, go ahead, Sunny. I mean, you could have it so the uh so the liquidation someone buys a staked position, right? Like, uh, you could like you don't have to liquidate the st soul. You know, you just need someone to come in. It's, the money market doesn't have to be the one liquidating on the debts, right? You just need someone to come in and take on that uh, the ST Osmo, the, the 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 let's call it superfluid staked Osmo position, right? Like the by superfluid staking, I mean here like you know the lending market is the one that's staking on behalf of users. As long as someone is willing to buy that position, you, you should. The lending market doesn't have to liquidate it into liquid Osmo itself. Right. So there has to be some kind of market so that somebody can assume collateral, right? There has to be some kind of way to transfer staked collateral to somebody who wants to assume it if it gets liquidated, right? Well, you don't yeah. have to actually transfer the tokens, right? It's just uh, transfer rights. Yeah, it's transferring ownership 
internal like accounting within the lending market contract. Definitely. And um, that's essentially what liquid staking does. Maybe there's a, a more nuanced way to do it, or something more technical or sophisticated, like what you're talking about. But essentially, right now, what exists with ST Osmo is that you can do this right now. If Mars were to launch tomorrow, um, you could use ST Osmo as collateral because there is a means of transferring that staked Osmo from from the person using it as collateral to the liquidator. Obviously, it, it may be seen as a bit of a shortcut because you're using a derivative of the staked Osmo, ST Osmo. It's not actually staked Osmo that's being transferred. It's a claim on staked Osmo that's being transferred. But um, I, I know the alternative doesn't quite exist. And um, are, are you guys thinking of building the alternative or what would the alternative even look like? Well, so the alternative would look like um, Dex, like DeFi protocols building in their own like staking systems, right? Like, so uh, for example, the Ion DAO folks are working on this, right? They're making it so that assets that get used in um, the IBC index get then staked, but not it. It doesn't accept staking derivatives as like inputs into the index. It's the product, the DeFi protocol is the one that's doing the staking on behalf of the user. So it's similar to how like superfluid staking works as well, right? They, what we're suggesting here is that like the, the premise behind super superfluid staking is that you move the staking to be the last step in the process. So that way it gets the final lockup. Well, you know, instead of like you stake first, take the derivatives, put them in an AMM, superfluid staking says, hey, let's you know, put stuff in an AMM, have it be li providing liquidity, and then we can stake the LP shares. The same thing would be valid for, you know, the IBC index, that you use these IBC assets, put them in an index uh, token, and then we stake it, not we stake it and put the derivatives in an index protocol. Same thing would happen on a lending protocol, right? We First, we put down collateral, and then we can say, hey, you know, the lending protocol can go ahead and make some risk management decisions and say, we're going to we're going to like uh, stake a portion of this collateral, but, you know, we're going to assign a higher risk premium because it's also being staked. And, you know, keep in mind, staked assets can be slashed. And so we have to assign a risk premium to that. And then, you know, when it wants to liquidate those, it just has to, it can trigger an auction uh, allowing people to do that. Or you also have an option of like, uh, I know Anatoly had these, I had an idea of like, you know, you, you, the, the lending protocol could make smarter, it shouldn't be tr treating staked assets as like uh, a spec, you know, just another asset type, right? It, it, there should be like logic that's designed to handle the fact that like assets are being staked. Okay, yeah, that definitely provides some more color, but um, still, try to help me understand. Essentially, you're going to have a market for staked assets, right? Because um, you talked about an auction system, so like some way the staked assets are going to have to be transferred from the person using them as collateral to the liquidator. Somebody's going to be buying them. Uh, aren't you going to need a whole another market for staked assets? Because those will have kind of a negative premium because they are staked. Um, well, that's the point. It, they should have a negative premium. They have higher risk. Uh, but uh, would you would you essentially have a, a liquidity pool so those assets could be traded or would they just be bought and sold through some kind of auction system? I think the simplest thing to do is have them be bought and sold through an auction system. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, that's definitely an alternative. Um, I suppose that might be safer. Um, the thing is, uh, well, when do you think that'll be developed? Because uh, Strides liquid staking does exist. Uh, it could be integrated into Mars tomorrow. Um, anyway, but... Uh, Maybe we should get back to. Oh, oh wait, that's a yeah. that's a much separate question of like, is it safe to integrate, right? Like, uniform staking derivatives is a very different system in terms of net effect on like security. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you know, I like like we said, like you know, the point of this discussion was like, you know, it's not a question of like whether staking like SD Osmo should exist, right? I mean, SD Osmo exists, and you know, I, I, it potentially is a way a good way of like making it easier for protocols to integrate. And like, 
how Mars like wants to integrate it or not, that's like a sort of a decision that has to be made by the Mars risk system. The I think that the discussion is primarily around this like it's almost like an important philosophical question, which is like, should a proof of stake chain be uh incentivizing liquidity of its own staking derivative, right? The the osmosis like incentive uh emissions are currently heavily incentivizing like the proof of stake stakers of the chain and like uh to secure the chain but then like it'd be weird if it, at the same time it's also incentivizing liquidity of the staking derivative which in our belief under you know decreases the very security that we're paying for through staking rewards um yeah um i how does it decrease the security though because uh, the liquid staked osmo does contribute to the, to the security of the chain and yeah it's it's true that um by incentivizing sorry <laughs> by incentivizing the st osmo pool it seems like you're paying um staked osmo twice right because the st osmo is getting staking rewards but then you're putting liquidity incentives on top of that um but actually the liquidity incentives are only for the osmo that is unstaked and e uh, so this pool we're talking about um, Osmo, ST Osmo, um, even if superfluid staking were enabled, which would be fantastic, and we're hoping to do that because it's a really complementary um, use case for liquid staking and superfluid. But even in that case, 25% of the Osmo in the pool will still be unstaked, and the liquidity incentives would be to incentivize <laughs> that 25%. Um, well, okay, so going back, so like, why is it on why does it decrease the security i mean so I, this is sort of like the I, I gave a talk on this at cosmoverse last year about like where we introduced superfluid staking but fundamentally the the the, the premise it, the premise of how proof of stake works why we have unbonding periods in the first place is it's supposed to lock stakers in so that way if they do something malicious there there is a you know, the way Tendermint consensus works or any consensus protocol works today is there is a delay between malicious behavior happening and once, once evidence of that malicious behavior gets detected and submitted on chain. And what, the reason we have unbonding periods is so that whoever does some malicious behavior can't just immediately sell their uh, Osmo or transfer to someone else and then once the evidence comes in the wrong person gets slashed whoever is holding the so and sd osmo basically enables that right it, it would say that hey i can get voting power i can then use it to do something malicious and then immediately sell out of my position and then once the evidence gets found out it's whoever this unsuspecting person who ended up buying this ST Osmo from you, who didn't know that there was, that you did something malicious with it, they're the ones gonna get, that are gonna get slashed. So the importance of the unbonding period is to make sure that the right people get slashed when there's any sort of Byzantine beha behavior that happens. And ST Osmo or any staking derivative basically allows people to bypass that unbonding period effectively. Um. Oh, and, and, and one common uh, claim is that people are always like, oh, it gets priced in. But it, it, it actually doesn't because this is like fundamentally a market for lemons. Market for lemons is one in which there's asymmetric information. And the problem is only the person that no, knew, only the seller here knows that a Byzantine behavior happened, right? So the market will never have more information about whether a slash is coming other than the seller. So it's the price of SD Osmo is never going to actually reflect the risk that's that's associated with it. Can can you go okay. into a little more more detail on that? Just based on like how um, how Stride's distribution of staked Osmo is like I I don't understand how you can how you can sell your or how you get governance rights in the first place. Like if if Stride is staking. Um, Osmo to 30 validators or whatever. Um, and that's socialized and the slash risk is is also socialized. How does that how does that work in practice? Sorry, what is this meaning of the word socialized here? Do you mean distributed? Uh, yeah, 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 distributed, because uh, that, that is how it works with the stride protocol. Um, all slashing it applies to um, 
all of the liquid staked Osmo or all of the liquid staked Atom? No, but okay, I'm a validator. I uh, I've amassed a high percentage of uh, staking uh, stake across several validators. Here's uh, I have all of my individual personal position through ST Osmo. So then I I go to commit an attack. I can still sell off my staked position that would be getting slashed via uh, via just governance uh, via the chain. But right. Osmo doesn't give you doesn't confer governance rights at least not right now. Um, Sorry, so I, uh, I can stake voting powers, the consensus power rights. Well, yeah, that's that's true, Robo, but uh, it, it will in the future. Um, we are going to build that out. But I think uh, another important question uh, for you, Sonny. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but earlier you were talking about an auction system where you would have some kind of token representing staked Osmo, and it would be built into the protocol. And that staked Osmo token could be transferred from one user to another with an auction system. Wouldn't that also uh, incur the same problem that you just described? Yeah, which is why, like a, it should uh, come with a significant like liquidation penalty that's like non-significant, and like uh, a lending protocol that allows people to use like staked assets as collateral should put a higher liquidation. Uh, penalty on it than they would for non-state assets. And so this sort of like what we are doing this with Mars right now, where like Mars is able to use um, like locked LP shares as collateral. But part of the like sort of agreement is that like, and they need to be able to break those locks in order to like liquidate them. But part of the agreement is that there's going to be like a higher liquidation penalty for using locked LP shares versus like non-locked LP shares. And, and so, yeah, like we, we, it should, um, but, but, but yeah, so in a way that, 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 that is, uh, but it, it's not like this like super liquid protocol that can like, you can transfer it whenever you want here. It's like, okay, the only way to transfer the SD Osmo in that case, or, or the, the staked Osmo in that case is to get liquidated, which in, in and of itself contains just like, heavy premium or have heavy, heavy penalty. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Um, it's definitely easier to switch out of ST Osmo or to swap out of it than it would be for these tokens representing staked Osmo. I, I, uh, I just want to make sure we uh, have enough time to cover the atomization question as well. Um, I just want to generally kind of throw the conversation back towards that. Um, my, my impression is there's kind of a few, more philosophical kind of uh, points of contention between whether or not Osmo, uh, the Osmo community should incentivize liquidity on like a staking derivative. Um, but I, I, it feels to me like there's roughly th three kind of points of contention, but please correct me if this is wrong. Uh, the first is kind of this consensus-based attack that incentivizing for liquidity on kind of a uh, LSC could you know, make the uh, effects of a consensus-based attack a little more severe. Um, second, you might get like a, centralization of an LSD provider, given that there aren't that many on the market right now, you might not want to pick one like, kind of early. And the, the last one or the, the, I, I, I could see is uh, we, do, we don't want to really incentivize uh, leverage staking. Um, does that sound right? Or is there anything I'm kind of missing there on just specifically on the incentivization question? I think those, I think those are both sound like three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think it's a subtle point around like UX the token, but I think, I don't think that uh, those, the, the one three you cited are the dominant ones. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and so I think John, John's given some, some really good points here too. Want to kind of talk talk through these and, and why I think, you know, or, or uh, yeah, let's talk through. On the first one, the consensus-based tech, uh, like John was saying, I think this might not be as big of an issue for Stride in particular, although it totally could, could exist with other LSE providers. Uh, but with Stride in particular, uh, delegators can't choose what validator they're delegated to. Uh, so, so there, it's it's very hard to run this sort of attack where you delegate all your stake to um, your own validator or like a malicious validator. Um, so, I can imagine maybe a different flavor of this attack, or, or uh, yeah, it would be helpful if we can give a little more detail here. Yeah, I, I want to strongly contend against this because the point of designing proof of stake protocols and BFT systems is you assume these tail cases and make them and try to make them very impossible. So. The claim that, okay, we've, like the Lido claim as well, we've distributed stake to uh, this many actors. Uh, so uh, it's roughly the same as a stride one. But there's a couple issues here. Um, 
One is stride governance can, when it chooses, or with the census vote, change this. Uh, but a second is that we should assume collusion amongst many of these actors. Like, what is the difficulty to collude? Uh, and this is... Uh, so, like, given... Uh, assume, like, a 50% validator collusion amongst the stride validators, then the same attack becomes applicable. Like... It, it, I, I agree if your threat model is just a one-off actor, but the point of a lot of this yeah, BFG design is assume it's not one-off. Go, 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 go. Oh, yeah. So, so the, 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 just to say back to make sure I'm understanding this right, it, let's say the stride validator set kind of colluded uh, and collectively changed the kind of uh, the, the binary they're running to delegate to like one malicious validator on osmosis or some set of malicious validators on osmosis, run a consensus attack, sell off their ST Osmo. Uh, is this like a flavor of attack? That's one of the flavors. Yes, there's multiple flavors, but this yeah. this works. Yeah, totally, totally get this. Um, so I, I think this is a, a fair point, and something we talk quite a bit about. Uh, so uh, just kind of give you a sense of our roadmap. What we're, we're looking to do because uh, I think this is an issue, or potentially an issue, not only with osmosis but any, any sort of kind of uh, chain that's right on boards. Um, given that you know, if, if you uh, if stride was attacked, how can we mitigate the uh, effects on all other chains? Uh, and so there's two things we're planning to do right now. One is ICS, which I think sh- should give Stride roughly the, uh, the, the the economic security of the story attack of, of the of, of like the Cosmos hub. Um, I, I agree it's still theoretically possible for someone to take over the hub and as a result attack the underlying zones, but I think I think it does become quite a bit harder. But then our, our, our plan beyond that is to hopefully do some sort of like mesh security based model where you can inherit security from different zones. Um, so then you get kind of an amalgamation of uh, actors from you know let's say like a- n different chains. We should make this sort of attack much harder. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if that well, kind of mitigates the concern here. Well, no, because that's the, the simplest flavor of it. The, the, the real, like, the core issue is who is a set chosen? Like, so val- uh, ST Osmos distributed to set S of validators on Osmosis. This set S can be a colluding set. Like, uh, y- yeah, so. And then you've offset the cost of their, uh, of their, like, a consensus attack by a large percentage. Yeah, so so I I I uh, I think it depends on some assumptions you make on the underlying set. So, for example, uh, it seems not not that hard for an underlying chain to either not allow ICA accounts to redelegate their set in a really strong way. Strider already, already does this, so the, the chain I, I believe doesn't allow you to redelegate beyond a certain amount. Maybe you know there, there, there's some concern that oh the, if the binary gets hacked, uh, the, the, this constraint is removed. Um, but you know that. It's going to be enforceable by the underlying chains. The issue here seems more like it's bad to have one centralized party, maybe a lending provider, maybe an LLC provider, maybe some exchange, et cetera, have a, a large uh, a large amount of power over where they get to delegate their, their stake. Totally agree that is an issue, but it doesn't seem super unique to kind of LSTs. Um, in fact, like Extrad fully supports the option to just have a totally non, um, uh, uh, a, a, a totally kind of neutral validator set where you just delegate to the entire Osmosis validator set proportional to their their stake weights uh, X stride. So, but the issue is in the liquidity here. Like, uh, the like suppose centralized actors staked a large amount. That that helps them amass stake uh, consensus power to uh, yes, but uh, it doesn't let them be able to costlessly like exit post attack. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agreed. Um, but it, it feels like the uh, oh yeah, I, 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 as you were saying, yeah, this is a, a relatively more unique kind of aspect of LC riders. But I do think on the the risk of actually running the attack, um, it, it, it does feel much lower for LC riders than kind of other uh, other hyper centralization at stake. And you can easily imagine attacks that don't involve um, sell off your Osmo. For example, you can imagine an attack that took over like a bridge on, on the chain or an IBC endpoint. Um, that then like t- took over the assets on the other side, or you can you can imagine attacks that don't require you to actually sell the underlying asset. Um, but it it does feel like uh, of all these centralized parties, the LSU providers have kind of the most decentralized mechanisms to delegate their stake, and, and can, can have lots of kind of uh, safeguards built into the chain itself, like the ICA approach, where you just limit ICA accounts from redelegating. No, no, but th- th- this doesn't make sense to me because uh, the claim is that. The, 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 I'm, the claim I'm citing is about the liquidity, and you're making a second claim about the validator set choice. Or, or uh, it, to correct me if this is wrong, I totally might be misunderstanding. It feels to me like there's, there's a two-part claim. One is that 
Um, when you have a centralization of de delegation ability, you can delegate to them, which is validated, run an attack. And the second claim that w when an LSD provider has uh, that power, they're able to run the attack. And then before the attack is observed, sell off their stake. Uh, yeah, okay, so, yes, these are two. One, so one, I, I'd classify that as centralization risk in stride. The second is, I think it's unique, to, which is common across many things, except the fact that LSD providers try, are, are trying to play the game of accrue large percentages of stake. This is what Lido does, for instance. Like, you know, uh, but then the, the thing that's unique to liquidity or uh, yeah, LSDs is the liquidity here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I agree that there's additional uh, kind of element of kind of funds that, that can be stolen if you hack an LSD provider. But it feels relatively small relative to the magnitude of the, both the cost of the attack and the opportunity cost of other funds that could be stolen. To run, run like a, let's say the total amount of liquidity in, the, in, in, a, in an LSD pool is like 20 million. Um, you can run away with, uh, it's pretty high to be clear. We're nowhere near that right now, but let's just say that's like a, a good amount of liquidity. Uh, someone attacks that, they, they drain 10 million. Um, but the cost of running the attack is quite a bit higher. Um, and the wait, cost of no, kind of taking over a chain, it feels like you, you can exploit much more than 10 million. Wait, wait. Uh, yeah. the, the game of LSD, I, you, you're pegging to where it is right now. Take Lido, for instance. Mm -hmm. What? Uh, so, okay, the, we're like, separating, we're now switching away from the liquidity, like the liquidity side to now just uh, just like the centralization risk. No, Lido chooses the like non-whale validator set of Ethereum, and if there was a Lido exploit, if they could reach, uh, seize all funds, then Lido would uh, would have would have like mass consensus security risk to Ethereum. Like, well, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 oh yeah, so go for it, Tony. I was just say like, I mean, one suggestion I would make uh, for that like. That Stride and other providers do is that they should actually uh, use a cosmosm contract on Osmosis that actually like limits their ability to redelegate, like how fast they can redelegate, right? So that way, you know, let's say so this starts from let's say there that like Stride already is delegated to like a distributed set of validators, um, like if Stride does get hacked or something or exploited, um, you. It it sends that message over ICA like like it does, but it its uh, delegation is going through a contract that like doesn't let it redelegate everything to like one validator in like or and it, it should actually even like rate limit how fast it can redelegate in general. Yeah, to to to, to totally agree. I think we're we're all strongly in favor of this. Uh, we're planning on doing something pretty similar with the stride code, but totally agree. We should also make this a Cosmosm contract or a module. Um, that any any kind of SDK chain can import. Um, to bring up another question, to slightly change the topic, um, since um, you guys are all here, uh, I've got a question. Um, do you think it's a good idea to use uh, Osmo as collateral on other Cosmos chains? Because uh, um, yeah, that, that's that's something that we're hoping to do with ST Osmo. Um, ST Osmo is a fantastic form of collateral because the hurdle rate is zero when it's collateralized. Um, so we were thinking of, you know, using it on other Cosmos chains as collateral. And um, that's it, your your auction idea with um, with shares or tokenized stake Osmo that may not work on other chains. Um, but I'd just like to get your thoughts. Uh, do you think it's unsafe or unwise to use Osmo as collateral on other Cosmos chains? Um, why would the auction method not work on other chains? Oh, uh, maybe I'm not fully understanding it. Uh, would it then? Because uh, it, it seems, as I understand it, it you have to trade staked Osmo from one person to another on the Osmosis chain. No, it's the same as bidding for liquidations. Like, uh, it's just placing a bid for taking on the debt. Yeah, this is like how, like, you know, uh lending protocols like, like it's not like maker does its liquidations right like you take you 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 just participate in an auction to take over the like assets that are being liquidated and that can happen on any chain like the assets don't have to be 
on like you can imagine that like a stake position is like an nft right it's like it it contains a bunch of like metadata in it and you can auction off an nft even on a different chain yeah yeah that that, that, that makes sense and especially with, with lsm um it should be a little bit easier to kind of uh to do these off chain um although maybe you pay a little higher liquidity premium um just to uh make sure we have enough time just to go over the kind of second point brought up, Dave, uh, about stake centralization and like whether or not we should uh, incentivize one LC provider, given there aren't that many others online. Um, uh, I, I have some thoughts, but if you, you want to start, maybe just, just uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I ask one thing? I mean, I do think it's actually a little bit weird that as well. It's something I just thought of now, but like the fact that like you know technically Stride like delegates to a subset of the validator set and like osmosis incentive putting liquidity incentives on st osmo is basically like boosting the incentives the boosting rewards for like a subset of the osmosis validator set right and instead of like you know staking rewards should be given to like validator set as a whole uh like proportional to stake but like this kind of by putting incentives on SD awesome, it kind of like boosts incentives for only a subset of the validators, which seems a little bit wrong for a proof of stake chain to do. Well, I think what's even more wrong is that uh, you're incentivizing people to not have the staking like lockup period, which, uh, no, the point of staking awards is that like you're locking your tokens up for two weeks because and taking on slashing risk. And then we're saying, no, no, here, uh, and then, like liquid stake tokens, uh, I, I fail to see how it's not an exploit from this consensus security view of equivocating liquid, uh, like liquidity, uh, equivocating a, a staked Osmo illiquid position and a staked Osmo position that is liquid. Like these should not be equivocated; they should be priced very differently. The reward rate for the latter should be like minuscule compared to the the rate for the former. Yeah, uh, all, all, all great points. Uh, just we'll, we'll walk them through these. So, so on the first, uh, so, 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 I mean, totally agree. It's, it's maybe a little bit strange for a uh, uh, change to incentivize uh, some subset of the validator set, not the entire one. But I don't think it's that unprecedented or, or even necessarily a bad outcome. You can imagine foundations largely uh, don't delegate uniformly across the whole validator set. They have some set of preferences. Maybe they want to increase uh, decentralization. Maybe they want to increase bare metal, et cetera. Or the you can imagine... Uh, change. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agreed. Um, the, the, the next thing you'd imagine is like if you had a chain that was incentivizing some large subset uh, or some subset of participants who had their own ways to increase uh, like chain decentralization or chain validators. Um, I don't think it necessarily leads to like a, a, a very bad outcome. Although I, I, do, I do agree it is maybe a little bit strange to think about. Um, but it, it is quite feasible, I think, for, for the stride chain to delegate to um, all the osmosis validators in a more or less neutral way. Um, yeah, and, and then on, on, on the... the uh, what you said, Dave. Um, I, I, uh, I, I hear where you're coming from, but I, I think it's not obvious to me that uh, the the key thing we gain, or the key thing that's gained from staking, is the uh, lack of transferability of the delegator. Um, you can imagine, like, like LSM, for example, like just as a module has been uh, reasonably talked about, and uh, and uh, it, it seems a pretty big adoption. A lot of people who um, you know, uh, work on chain development or, or seemingly in favor of it. It's seen zero adoption. It's it got contested at the and cost hub proposal. It's in discussion by many developers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll say it, it's in discussion, um, but it, it it doesn't seem that different to me from LSM to the uh, to to an actual like liquid staking token besides a UX benefit. So I, I think the claim there is a defeatist view of security, uh, where if you assume that like this is the inevitable outcome, this like full liquidity, then yes, that is the way you should architect things. Then then it's easy to have many competitive providers and re reduce centralization risk. Right? I I don't think that is the obvious outcome. That like that uh, I don't think the defeatist view is the correct one for where like how we should magic security proof of stake chains. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I would push back a little bit on, on the, the, the core assumption. Um, it, it's not obvious to me that just being able to change who, who delegates uh, or, or who, who, uh, uh, who is delegate, like being able to transfer your delegation 
uh, reduces the chain stake uh, or chain security. I imagine there's two aspects of security in my mind when I, when I think of uh, of uh, proof of stake. There's one which is uh, it prevents uh, validators from acting poorly uh, by, by slashing them. And the second where it increases the economic security uh, of a chain by making it harder to buy up 51% of tokens um, and, and run the attack. You can feel liquid staking has basically no effect on the second one and potentially an effect on the first one, uh, d- depending on, on design. Um, wait, wait, wait. How does it not make it easier to... Uh, wait. How does it not make it easier to accrue this? Because I can uh, have a staked position and hedge it out entirely. Um, uh, I, so, 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 sorry, just, just, just be, be clear. This thing we're talking about is just if someone wants to take over a chain that has, let's say, $100 million of stake, they have to buy $101 million of the token, stake it, and now they have like 51%. Uh, uh, kinda. Sure. Same more, Jacob? Uh, sure. Okay. It's weird. I ended up in the middle. And, and you know, usually uh, these days I'm, I'm kind of accustomed to being a zealot. Um, I like Stride. And I think that if we have interchain accounts and we have staking the way that it is, it, like, it, it, you're you're basically looking at choices that range from like centralized exchange liquid staking to you know stride quicksilver persistence and 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 probably another you know half dozen products um zucky is here i i i think that he should shill the lsm but um what I wanted to say here is that I don't think it makes sense for Osmosis to incentivize uh, staked Osmo or Stride Osmo, ST Osmo. The reason is that the net effect of that could make staking Osmo less attractive or, or even favor the liquid asset. When Osmosis's security needs are served by ensuring that that does not occur now interestingly and i'm very curious other people's point of view on this the other day i used stride for what was apparently the second time and took some juno and strided it up and then i wanted to play with it right so sent it back over to osmosis this is where it got kind of interesting. So first of all, that pool is on Frontier. Secondly, I've heard a couple of times that it's not the deepest pool in the world. And now we have like serious design space because for Osmosis, I would say that paying Osmo to incentivize, you know, the usage of Stride Osmo Eh, like, I don't think that that is good for Osmosis security in the long run. I do think that deep active liquidity pools are good for Osmosis in the long run. And then to make life weirder, um, if, if we really look at the situation, I think what this actually calls for is additional DEXs. I don't think it's ever really going to be in Osmosis's best interests um, to have like the ST Osmo slash Osmo pool incentivized in Osmo such that it may be possible to earn more Osmo that way than just staking. Um, however, I can totally see like a case for comp- convertibility there. And yes, pool incentives are a way to get convertibility because you build that liquidity depth. And so, hey, Crescent, what's up? That's my message. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to say that we want like things to go to other DEXs. Like, I mean, look, I mean, as Osmosis, we've been, we're very in support of like making, like if staking derivatives are happening, you know, and we can't really stop it. Uh, we want osmosis to be the place where they exist, right? Like, um, you know, we've supported uh, stake derivative, like other the atom, st atom pool, and 
Um, there's also been like, you know, we, we've, we've, we've designed like features in our stable swap that make, you know, specifically with the goal of making it easier for staking derivatives to be like listed on osmosis stable swaps. It, I think that, like I said, I, for me, this question really is just coming down specifically. I think that the topic of discussion is specifically around whether osmosis should be using its own protocol emissions to incentivize an ST Osmo pool. You know, I think it's completely okay for like, you know, stride to use external incentives to like incentivize it. And, you know, if we osmosis is meant to be a neutral permissionless DEX and, you know, we, we, we don't want to stop anyone from listing and uh, on osmosis. It's just like, it's, it, it, it's really just comes down to this, like, what is the precedent that we're setting for proof of stake systems uh, by using protocol emissions to incentivize our own staking derivatives. And that's just like, well, my, my, my main thing here is I just don't want to, I, I don't want osmosis liquidity incentives being used to, uh, to, to incentivize this. But I mean, otherwise, you know, we've built features to make it possible for staking derivatives to be easily listed on osmosis. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and to, 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 to totally do, do hear the point there of it, it is strange to incentivize uh, a pool that is, or, or LC writer that may have some some hands on the rolling set. And, and, and just to reiterate, it is very possible, I think, for us to delegate to the entire Osmosis set, um, especially with something that the, the community, community kind of wants. But, but um, it's still odd to incentivize like liquidity for the entire like set versus just uh, like it's less bad than liquidity for a subset, but you should. The, the chain emissions are incentivizing lockup, not uh, should not be used for dedicated liquidity. Or sorry, dedicated for uh, liquidity of these of stake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe uh, uh, going going back a few few, few minutes, just just make sure I understand the the, the kind of security issue you're talking about. Uh, it, it it feels like uh, or it seems like there's a claim that. LSTs kind of break a core assumption of security models for uh, proof of stake, um, and then the but my, my my claim is that there there are two security assumptions that I think are being made. One is that the chain secure like you need to buy uh, X dollars to get a majority stake in the chain. And there's a second assumption, which is that if I have uh, or if if I can somehow hijack the existing validator set, I can also get consensus uh, consensus authority. Um, my impression is that LSD providers are only really relevant in the second case, not the first case. Is that also mesh what you're thinking? Oh, I think the first case is a convenient abstraction we use, right? Like the threat model is always what does it cost to get 33%. Now, most naive is what does it cost to buy it entirely from the open market? The second is, okay, assume some collusion of existing sets, uh, ex ex existing people with, uh, with maybe supplementing via buying or hedging. Yeah, 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 it, it, yeah. It, 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 it makes sense to me. Um, it, it doesn't feel like this security assumption uh, really has to be broken with uh, LSTs. For, for, for example, like the Cosmos of the contract thing we was just talking about. You can also mention other mechanisms that prevent an LSE provider from one either. Maybe they're just forced to delegate across the whole set without that, any optionality uh, on on their part, um, or, or maybe they're they're forced to not not change their weights uh, more than like one percent a day or something. Wait, it feels like a, yeah. no, 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 no. That's not it. The issue is the uh, like. Sure, that 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 is one element. The other is that uh, you don't want this. Uh, you don't want this state. You you don't want a high liquid market for these staked positions because then assume you accrue this liquid staked position, you can exit. You can have a contrary consensus power while you're fully exited. Like you have no exposure. So then, the cost of attack doesn't actually include this. So, uh, so, 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 sorry, I, I don't think I, I quite understand the attack. Are you saying someone buys like, or, or yeah, if you could, uh, apologies, this is like too, uh, uh, too, too, too slow. But if, if you just, I'll, I'll maybe step by step. I think I'm having a hard time following what the attack. Is. Okay, I have a lot of, I, I have a large run of Osmo. I, I would, or, I, 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 I want to execute an attack. So okay, I can accrue some amount of Osmo liquid stake it then sell my liquid stake position back to whatever i started with so i have zero osmo exposure but i've increased the stake amount to to a set yeah so so i i, I think the more version back on is when you say to the set we can very easily make that set the entire validator set 
Sure. Uh, now I uh, okay, but even with the entire validator set, like I, the existence of this being highly liquid means that I have this advantage factor where I have this neutral, like cost-free way to uh, artificially. Inf okay, if it's entire set, I can't artificially increase my proportion. This is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so, so I, I, I think I, I told, I told here there are like, I, I think that other, other kind of arguments that, that resonate, resonate with me or, um, maybe we don't want one LSD provider to be centralized too early. Like we don't want to support one when others aren't on the market. Um, and, and, and maybe leverage taking, but uh, the security assumptions, I, I, I don't think, I, this seems like an easily solvable issue. Well, the security one goes away. I agree that it goes away up to like stride consensus risk or, uh, with, uh, it being the whole set. Uh, and then, then I agree that it's just a centralization question of like you don't want this uh, stride token slash stride governance to be can be able to king make this large percentage of uh, the supply uh, supply and it's not osmosis interest to have like this be fully liquid. Yeah. So, so that the, the, uh, question back would be uh, one, one is uh, if if our. our for first, uh, I think we can make those cosmological contracts. So any ICA account has to delegate to the entire set. So it wouldn't just be stride then. It would be like, uh, you know, anyone on um, any LC provider. Um, but, but also, if this was the model that LC provider had, um, it doesn't feel so bad to me to have, uh, you know, maybe two to four LC providers each have 10 to 20% of stake. Um, if that stake is, is highly distributed, it feels like the risk then is, is protocol risk. Um, not sure that I agree. Like, uh, that's where you're gonna go, Sunny. Oh, I was just gonna ask this episode, but like, when when we say like delegate to the entire validator set, I guess like what? How is the entire validator set defined? So let's imagine we like okay, everyone starts to like then delegate through Stride instead, and if Stride is just you know, copy delegating, right? Like, you know, it's like copying whatever the current distribution is. But then does that mean like only like 20% of remaining staked Osmo is actually deciding which validator, like what the validator set is? And like, as more and more people go through strides, like makes it so the, yeah, how, how exactly would copy staking, copy delegating work? Because yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's a good question. So I, I think there are some assumptions here that the, uh, the set anti-stride uh, can determine a good validator set. Um, I think that's definitely true today, and, and I, I hear you that in, in this outcome, or in this world where stride represents uh, like a majority or a large portion of stake, maybe the, or LC priors represent a majority of stake, could the, the other ones be uh, easily manipulable. Um, I, I, I think this, uh, th th there are two things here that, that make me think this isn't as big an issue. Well, one is that uh, uh, it, it's fairly easy for chains to cap the overall amount of stake centralization uh, from an LC provider. Like, be like, no, no, uh, no LC provider can have more than twenty percent of of stake, for example. Um, and, and then two for uh, uh, it, as long as it feels like there's uh, like e even if only uh, one third of stake was not held by by Stride, um, it, it still feels. Uh, pretty or I, 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 it's possible I'm not blocking this through, through as well in my head. But it still feels hard for someone to kind of launch an attack that would give them too much stake. Although I, I haven't fully walked through this. Can we talk just very briefly about the trade offs here? Um, I, I think Jacob kind of touched on this briefly, but um, just to give you some numbers, right? The, the ST Osmo Osmo pool has $2.3 million of liquidity in it. Um, that's about one and a half percent of osmosis's total liquidity um it's the 11th largest pool so it, I, I think that that really shows that there's a demand for this um and it's i guess we've been talking a lot about like security and these edge cases so i guess the question is like to what extent do we i guess disregard that demand for these security like possible but potentially unlikely edge cases i mean I think if there's demand for it, great. Like, I just don't see why osmosis emissions should be incentivizing it. If there's if there's enough organic demand for being in this liquidity pool, then 
people will be in the liquidity pool, which is already the 11th biggest pool without any in- osmosis incentives. Well, yeah, but we're relying on external incentives, which are, you know, going to be continued for a while, but yeah, at, but, at but, some but, point they won't be, right? Yeah, and but, so, like, hold on, but like the, wait, so I guess the claim here is like, okay, does the existence of a deep liquidity pool for ST Osmo, does it benefit Osmosis, the protocol? Like, Osmosis liquidity incentives should be used for, like, incentivizing liquidity for pools that benefit Osmosis, the protocol, the DEX, right? Like, Osmo, uh, I think, you know, pools against major assets like Atom, ETH, BTC, now BNB and Matic as well, right? These are important because they help get Osmosis, you know, we're moving towards build, being becoming this interchain DEX. We're doing cross ecosystem trading. Okay, we need deep liquidity pools there. It is clearly an osmosis of interest. Uh, liquid, like you know, external incentive matching, which we we do, you know, which we do for minor assets. I think that makes sense because you know we want osmosis to be the place that like you know new Cosmos ecosystem assets get listed. That makes sense. Uh, what is the benefit to the osmosis protocol? for having a deep ST Osmo Osmo pool? Well, um, in our view, the benefit is that ST Osmo can be used as a form of collateral because in order to be collateralized, it needs deep liquidity uh, for the price oracle, but also for liquidations to take place. Yeah, but I guess my, our plan is that we're, I personally would be would prefer that pure Osmo is used as collateral and then it uses some sort of superfluid staking style mechanism rather than ST Osmo. Yeah, but what if that's in contrast to like what Osmosis users want? You know what I mean? Like it, it that's kind of the point I'm trying to make is there's there's a heavy demand for this. Um it currently lives on Osmosis, but it doesn't have to. And if it does if it does live on Osmosis, we can actually take advantage of superfluid staking to offset some of this security risk. So Wait, if no, there's... Not, that's not that's not offsetting the risk. That that, that, that this is shifting what, what you mean. I, I I'm sorry, can you elaborate on that? Superfluid staking on the LP pool doesn't help anything. Well it, it ensures that for every liquid staked Osmo you get a another you know percentage of Osmo that gets staked directly through a protocol native security mechanism, right? Yeah, but th- that's not the risk at hand here. Like, if anything else, that's subsidizing liquidity for this, which, like, the protocol shouldn't be, it's not in the protocol's interest to do. Um, well, I think, um, like, this is ultimately the crux of the issue. Um, our position, and like, again, we're not trying to force liquid staking on the Osmosis community, but uh, many people we've spoken to um, do like ST Osmo. They like the idea of being able to use Osmo in an economically efficient way as collateral now without having to, um, you know, build other features. Um, many people do seem to be in favor of it. Um, the original vote did pass uh, with 93% of voting Osmo voting in favor. Um, it's definitely good that we're having this conversation and we're very happy to speak with everybody. Um, but we're just trying to figure out what the whole Osmosis community feels. I've like, had the opposite and, um, experience of when I've talked to validators about this vote, they felt entirely ill-informed about the risk of staking derivatives. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And um, we're, we're really happy to have this conversation. And we did have many conversations like this um, prior to putting up the vote. And we would have been happy to have had this conversation prior to putting up the vote. And uh, we're happy to put up the vote again because, uh, well, I, I assume you'll be putting it up, Dave. Um, we do recognize that we're getting... Um, you know, there's there's some uncertainty. There's a great deal of uncertainty right now as to what the Osmosis community actually mm-hmm. wants. So uh, I suppose we'll be voting on this one again. Yeah, I, I, I do think that, like, you know, uh, we, we, we do need to have, like, a different, like, some assets, I think, are, like, fundamentally different, right? Like, I, I, I don't think just, like, treating SD Osmo as another asset type would, would is or just another asset in, like, you know, Osmosis incentives, like, you know, we, we already make, like, distinctions between, like, major assets, minor assets, stable coins. I do think that, like, a, a staking derivative of the chain staking token, like, is a fundamentally different asset class that needed, to, that should have had, like, more, 
you know, definitely just a lot more deliberation and like explanation of like, hey, this is a very different thing. And like, and there's like other asset classes I would like treat similarly as well. Like if someone built a protocol for like governance bribery on osmosis and then they're like oh let's incentivize this on osmosis right like that would also be something i'd be like wait, wait, wait this we can't treat this as a normal asset this is like a, this has like fundamental impact to like you know it it, it has a what, what do you call it uh second order effects on, on like on the on the protocol as a whole and so that 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 that's like sort of our claim of like you know i don't think that the uh like how big of a difference this is from existing things was well uh, understood by people who are voting on this. So that's kind of what we're trying to like do the space and stuff for is to like put more education around that. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, ST Osmo is inherently a different asset from other assets that the Osmosis community incentivizes. Um, well, anyway, uh, we've been going for about an hour now, and uh, I think it would be a good idea to wrap up. Um, I've definitely really enjoyed this conversation myself. I think everybody from Stride has. I think this has been a very productive and educational conversation for the entire Osmosis community. Um, and uh, Sunny and Dave and everybody else, thank you for coming out. Um, do you guys want to give any final thoughts? Um, de definitely, we'll continue this conversation in different places. And maybe it would be good to um, make liquid stake derivatives of Osmo into another incentive category, as you were suggesting, Sunny. And, um, yeah, we'll, con we'll, we'll continue the conversation. Um, anybody else want to give some final words? Yeah, can I add a little bit of comment here? Uh, my comment is, I think the, the important thing is that uh, Stride teams are very good at what they're doing, building stuff. Uh, love to figure out how to make the team to work together with us to figure out the right tokenomics on the long term because as we learn from um from anchor like just because everyone wants something doesn't mean it's sustainable right so the goal is that's why i have the concept is like let's create a mini net which is a small think of it as like in the web 2 world it's like a small experimentations let's figure out all the risks and all the reward but keep it small so we don't need to go test in prod mode for now. We don't need to scale it to like 10, 20 million liquidity until we figure out all the risks. And then the most important is collaborating with everyone here to understand, you know, what are the best way to evolve the protocol over time so that make it sustainable. That's that's my last sort of comment. Thank you. Yeah, great to hear. Um, those are some very good final thoughts. And with that said, uh, I think we'll wrap it up then. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming out, and enjoy the rest of your day. Have a nice one. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, had, everybody. Uh, yeah, I, I know we had some other uh, or on the state centralization and the, uh, uh, the kind of uh, loop staking. We I know we didn't quite finish them, so it's very happy to do this on a future call to, to talk through those or maybe take us offline too, Dave, if you if you want to talk through it personally. Sweet. Nice talking all. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Stride with a discussion on St. Osmo. Recorded on Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big drip
trip aristocrats Dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom This fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know Where you hit the stash Watch your next step bro Before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells Tripping over landmines And I'm about done Dealing with these damn lies Man I'm looking at this planet Like a franchise Chastised into digging holes In the back nine The latest proof Ain't a way to move Chase a view Just a bunch of pecker heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger Licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Ten spaces.